Oh, where's he's, Tug? I think he's in Perth. I'm not sure, but I think he's in Perth. Why you go to Perth? Uh, I think he's going to buy a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Look, hey, Rod, have we got a guest yet? Oh, okay. That's all right. We can start the show. What the fuck happened on the weekend? What the actual fuck? So much. So much. It was bizarre and glorious and bizarre. I just want to know what Davide Tadotsi said to the beast on the grid. <laughs> what the fuck? I think it was an in-depth explanation of what is going to happen next year if he fucks Peko up. Yes, I think we'll find out in the yeah, show. Yeah, so wait yeah. for the, wait for it, and I think we're going to find out Absolutely. exactly what he say. Yes, we okay. are. We should start. We should start. Let's start the show, Rod. <sighs> I'm feeling relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> you look relaxed. Oh, fucking feel fantastic. Good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mara PG, the podcast that's sweatier than the captain's wax bum crack after 56 yes. trashes at Sepang. Yes. 56. Fuck, he dug some gravel. He did. He dug some gravel. The captain has now crashed at Sepang more than the Cal Crutchlows. Hurrah! Oh, my God. That's a new record. It is. Beautiful. <laughs> and congratulations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> congratulations, Captain. He's on the ball today, uh, Roddy Boy. Uh, Rod's firing on all, <laughs> on all cylinder. <laughs> captain, my captain. And we have no tugs today because tugs, he's in Perth. Yes. Buying a horseless tooth because a toothless horse tries to eat you, it fails. He's buying a toothless horse. A toothless horse. Yes, not a horseless tooth. He needs this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and the dirty badges come. I'm coming. never taking you to the pub before a show ever again. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I am. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> the dirty the dirty badger is direct from Sepang. Yes. And he's going to come in soon. It'll be great. Well, we'll wait till he appears. Obviously, Sepang's on different time to us. Yeah. So, three o'clock in Sepang is not three o'clock in Australia. No, it's like a, like a two in the morning. Yeah, no. but fuck him, <laughs> it's right? Like, it's like at midday. Fuck him. He's having his nasi goreng or whatever he's having over there. What do they have over well, there? Well, the, the Badger knows stuff. He's like the Asian Yoda of MotoGP. Yes. He knows Raslin really well, he, he and he's he's hooked up. He's hooked up. Yeah, I, yes. And I, yes, I, I believe he's very well hooked up over there. He's he's like the, the, the guru of Asia. The guru. Yes. Yes. Hello, Boris. Are you, are you good? I was going to say hello, Tug, but there's no there's Tug. There's no Tug here, fuck so we're not going to fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him, right? Do you know that we are the 50th biggest automotive podcast on this earth? So that includes the cars, yep. the speedabout, yep. all that shit. No, anything with an engine, That's I'm blown away by that statistic. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> Just blown away. How, how, I mean, the, the top podcast in the world yeah. for automotive is some guy who talks about Jesus and driving cars. Yes, probably. So, yes. Yeah, that's the biggest one. Yeah. The Christians love that shit. Yeah. But I thought, should we inject more Jesus? No, we already have Jesus. Jesus is now world champion. <laughs> Motor two world champion. That Jesus. Right. But yeah, how, how good is that? And also, I found out Tug sent me this. He said, we are the, we were in the top one hundred podcasts in Sri Lanka last week. <laughs> well, the Tamil Tigers are big fans <laughs> yeah. of ours. Go Tamils! Go Tamils! That's a hell of a football team. They're great, great <laughs> football team. <laughs> and seventy fifth in South Africa. 
yes. This along with rhino fucking yeah, and a few other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Hello. Hyena touching. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Will the beast in a tent shit. Yeah. They they get up to some serious oh, shit in South are. Africa. They're sexy there. They are. They're fucking Dutchmen, fucking full of sexy. Yes. Yes, they are. All right. Well, I want to start out with a new segment for the show. Oh. Before we before we get into into really? into the badger. Yeah, absolutely. I want to say the segment is called How Shit Was Bautista. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he was he had in his mind that he was gonna be like Troy Bayliss in two thousand and six. Not only him, but there was a fucking giant horde of massive dickheads in in the on on the interwebs, right? Who were talking him up. He's gonna do the Bayless, right? Yes. He was gonna show the Moto GP bitches what's what after winning two WSBK titles in Caddy, going full wog yes. and turning himself to an L size C three PO yes. in a gold race suit. That's right. Like, I think you said he's a life sized Academy Award Oscar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But let us look at the results. <laughs> he qualified second last. He beat, yeah, he beat Ikalikawona, who's only been dragged there to replace Rins, only has to not crash the bike to do his job, right? So in the sprint race, Bautista came second last and beat Mir, who crashed. Oh. Mark Marquez beat Bautista, and Mark Marquez crashed, but remounted. And and Ika, Ika, beat him by fucking 13 seconds. (laughs) This is what Bautista said. In free practice tour, we were quite competitive. You fucking were not. <laughs> and on the pace with the used tyre. Yeah. I am not. Al- I was not allowed to have a new tyre. <laughs> no, you weren't. No. There's not enough no new tyres for, for you. you. In qualifying, we had a small issue with fuel. There was not enough to go around. No. I couldn't do the last time attack. In the race, I had a problem at the start because the front fork didn't lock. They fitted non-locking forks from a 1986 Ducati Dama. I had a bad start. Then I felt it was a bit difficult to start the bike compared to the morning. The battery was old. Yes. I went really long into the last corner, rode into the car park and hit a palm tree, and I lost the chance to go with the other riders. It's a pity because the feeling I had this morning was good. Not with the bike, just personally, I felt good about being me. The bike was awful, but I was good. And then in the main race, he came Last. I mean, the captain crashed and he still beat him. Well, well, technically he was second last, but Tucker crashed and remounted, so last. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, that's how shit about this So was. he thought he would emulate Throw Bayless in 2006 with his band of gypsies. Yes. But instead he'd bring the band of putas. <laughs> so, you know, that's not going to work for the little dwarf, is it? Didn't work at all. The dwarf put a fucked up. He's like, you know where you are? You're in SPK, brother. Yeah. Oh, there, there was dickheads out there, right? I'm um, going, oh, the, the MotoGP riders haven't seen a bloke as fast as Bautista before. He was in MotoGP. <laughs> For like, for like 10 years. For 10 years, and he was shit, and they got rid of him. <laughs> I remember I remember when when uh, Jack Miller punched shit out of him in the, in yeah, the, in the yeah. gravel trap. I loved him. Hey, 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 he's here. He's here? He's here. I, I can see him. Oh, uh, there. I, I can hear him, but I can't see him. MK, can you hear us? Let me start video. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Oh, oh, you look magnificent oh, in your fox look outfit. Look at look that. Look at you. It's nice of you to put on a new oh dress for us. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's the silver fox. He is. Oh. <laughs> Welcome. 
Indeed, yes. Thank you. How are you guys? Uh, we've, we've, it's been too long. It's been too long. You look fabulous, by the way. Looking very sexy there. I've been stalking you, brother, on, on Facebook after your um, big adventure in, in, in Sepang. How was that? Um, hot, wet, and uh, quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Except for the MotoGP race itself, which was... <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was, given what I we've been there, I was there, I was watching everything on the screens and watching the live timing, and then I fell asleep. So, did so you, gives, were you able to listen to what Davide Tadotsi said to, to uh, the beast on the grid? Uh, yes, basically, uh, he said, you know, if you want your place next year, you better win. Yes, yes. Do not get into Pecco's way. In, in very nice words. Yeah. In very if nice you are words, behind yeah. Pecco, don't let anyone pass Pecco. No. Right, can't do that. And no. don't do anything that will scare Pecco in case he crashes. Yes. yes. And by all means, if you have to ram Martin, ram Martin! <laughs> into him! <laughs> Fucking put it into him. Straight away. And, and, yeah, and also the uh, Mac 8 thing, you know, I think they've removed it this year. Well, the map eight was exclusive to George. Ah, that was a special George map eight. Everyone I'm seeing map two, map five, but there's no map eight. <laughs> well, George being the glorious mamba that he yes, was, yes, yes, yeah, he was the only one that could understand map eight, map but, eight m- which means, <laughs> which means, Dad had a few beers. Matt, oh, sorry, Matt eight, map eight <laughs> yes. is which which they meant to say, don't pass, you know, uh, Davidsiosa, Dav- yeah. But he didn't understand it, no. and he said, don't let him pass you. That's it. <laughs> and he did That's it. it. So, MK, tell us, you, yeah. you, you must be across some of the very latest news, and we're going to go into in, – I mean, you, you'll stay with us for the whole show, I hope. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Or, or for, until we run out of stuff to talk about, basically. But the buzz in the paddock at the moment is obviously what's going on with um, the, the sexy man, Luca. Yes. Luca Marini. Uh. How, 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 I mean, no one is saying it's not a thing, but no one is confirming it either. What are your thoughts on this? You know, Luca Marini to go to HRC and replace Mark Marquez. Um, I would say fair to middling. Um, he looked confident in, in the uh, media scrums when, when he uh, deigned to come up to the media center to talk to us. Yep. On a rare occasion. Uh, Marco was always late for some reason. Okay. Every, every ah. single time, there was always a delay. So I don't know whether he had to put on the suntan oil or the, <laughs> or the oil. Or... <laughs> but Luca, Luca looked very confident. Now, um, his mind up, Paul, uh, obviously isn't going to tell me anything. Um, but he will... He'll tease. He will say things like... Yeah, well, he will say things like, uh, "Yeah, we're really looking forward to next year." Yeah, yeah, which says Whatever. nothing but everything. Yeah, I think there's something yeah. in this, you know. I think there's something in this, and when you think about it, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the well, the other side of the coin is bringing Vermin Aldegur into Muni Forty Six, which is a Spanish guy going to an all Italian. Yes, thing. which which is you know bizarre. Why why him? Like okay, he's, he's got some good form at the end of the year. Because they can't get a Costa. <laughs> well, but you've got Abolino there, another Italian, yeah, who's, well. who was doing pretty well up until he what, what, fucked that in, in, in Malaysia. Mohan, what is the paddock? <laughs> what, what is what is the what is the paddock saying? What are you hearing? The same thing we are, or you know? um, pretty much. Uh, 
I mean, the, the game of musical chairs is done for the year anyway, more or less. Mm. Uh, Except we don't have a HRC rider. Yes, and uh, I have a feeling sometime in the next couple of months we're going to be pleasantly surprised. Oh, okay. Pleasantly surprised. I told you Rossi's coming back. I told you. (laughs) Bitches, you all doubted me. You well, you did spend some time with Raslan, and that's the last blokey worky worker we hit. Yeah. What did Raslan yes. have to say? Did you did you did you string it out of him? Well, I had I had a I had a long chat with Raslan, and uh, he he's got his own set of problems now. <laughs> no, oh. you really? <laughs> yeah, he, oh, I, oh, no, they've become real problems because. Uh, Patriotism and nationalism and flag waving and club thumping and all that. Uh, lots of people are asking him, "Why don't you have a local Malaysian rider on yes. the team?" You know, you're getting you're getting zillions of dollars, you know, laundering money for crypto. Why don't you have a Malaysian rider? And and why you know is it is it like uh, you know Malaysian riders can only serve satay? <laughs> so. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, he's he's. Uh, how would I put it? Okay, he's. He told me he would love to have a Malaysian rider, but he can't find one. No, because no, you know, there's not that many people in in, in Malaysia. There's only what eight to ten million or something. I don't there know. There must be one or no, two. No, but they haven't come through the ranks yet. There's there's some good guys, good kids coming. Yes, it's this is a process. You can't just expect to have. You know, a uh, top Malaysian rider next week when it takes years to 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 get this process. Well, the thing is, the process started ten years ago. Okay. And there are riders. Uh, the big problem is a lot of them when they come up to the world stage at that level, and then you realize that the guy in front of you is only point two of a second in front of you. The guy behind you is point one of a second behind you. And then you realize that your competitive advantage on the national stage doesn't translate to the international arena. You know, the the competition's a lot more cutthroat at that point. Yeah, I think Alvaro Bautista is a really good example of that this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's right. Shit, I used to be able to do this kind of. But this is a very, very tough thing. And, and, you know, they're making the pathways with Asia Talent Cup and there's some, some good Malaysian kids in that. But they get to Model Three, and it's not just—it's not just about the competitiveness, uh, uh, Badger. It's also about being away from home. You know, you 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 can't, you know, you don't have the same food. You can't throw sticks at you know orangutans every day. You know, well, you that, can't do everything that you normally do. That is exactly the problem you know? that Australian kids have when they go overseas. Yes, but I think even it's harder, worse for Malaysians or even Indonesia. harder for Absolutely. them. Harder for them. Indonesian, Malaysian, Thai, yep. Asian riders. They they, they they got to. You know, they've they've basically got to go over there when they're twelve, thirteen, hmm. and race in their system to come up to their standard and and live like they do. Like a lot of the Japanese riders have worked this out now, like Susaki and all those guys. So it's 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 a long process. So so did Raslan actually say anything that surprised you? Uh, not really. No, he's he's keeping status quo in the team for this year. Uh, it's got the same sponsors. He's still got a contract with uh, Dorna going into 2025. So same old, same old for RNF Racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking to KTM, they're becoming a juggernaut. 
but a juggernaut without success. <laughs> yeah, uh, in the sense that you know they, they would like to be where Ducati is now, and I'm sure in in uh, in Mettikhofen, you know, there there are coffee cups being thrown and and uh, maybe uh, uh, certain uh, phrases being spoken about. You know, we march onto Poland tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> They're Austrians. <laughs> they only supply no. leaders. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, you know, they have a lot of leadership potential. Yes, that's yeah. good. So uh, right now, KTM in the pits. Uh, they they are strong, but you know they, they they're trying to find that magic formula. Uh, yeah. I'll probably know a little more when uh, winter test rolls around. In, in, uh, yeah, we're all, we're all looking forward to, to to that and the testing and stuff like that. Um, when when I was when I was at Phillip Island, I, I I detected you know like like my my detector was sort of wired for what the fuck is HRC doing? And HRC there was a completely different vibe this year to when 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 Mark Hez is you know, king of the world and master of the universe. Um, this year, not so much no. hospitalities. You know, there's no one. No one's smiling. Everyone looks yeah. pissed off, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. put upon. Yes. Did you notice that in in Malaysia? Yes, uh, I, I rocked into the HRC uh, uh, hospitality. <laughs> you know, have some and, water uh, and go away. <laughs> pretty much, yes. It, 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 that was the vibe I was getting. You know, it's like, okay, we are suffering your presence here. You yes. know, have a drink, have some pasta. <laughs> off you okay, go. Bye bye. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. That that was. I mean, it was it was interesting walking through through um the paddock and all the um other sort of factory teams. Their hospitality is open. People are sitting on the on the outside chair. Not Honda. No, closed. Yeah. That's, it. That's it. Nobody's well, sitting there. Nobody's sitting outside. Everyone's inside with the doors closed. Yeah, I know. But anyway, that that it is what it is. But um, okay. Did you did you have a chance to speak to Lynn Jarvis at all? Because Yamaha's in in not exactly shining like diamonds either this year. Have we lost him? No, he's there. You there? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. No. Uh, okay, no. I mean, like, you want me to speak to Lynn Jarvis? Do you want me to get my head bitten off? <laughs> that man is not happy. <laughs> walk, on, on Friday, I walked past the front of the uh, – in, in pit lane. So I walked past the uh, – I walked past the, the Yamaha paddock. They had the, the shutter up. And, you know, lots of, of uh, furrowed brows and frowns and scowls. And they did, sh- okay, Quattraro and, and uh, Morbidelli, they did show a little bit of yes. speed on Sunday. Yes. But I think it's not where they want it to be. No. Well, no, showing a little bit of speed is not where a former world champion wants to be. And we, we all know Quattraro is easily one of the best riders out in that paddock, yeah. and he's just suffering. I mean, he's taken to wearing pearls. <laughs> That's yeah. how bad it is. Right? That's that's where we are. Well, well, somebody thought Morbidelli was pretty quick on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, Morbidelli. Marquez. Marquez. He just sat on his ass like, this guy's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I'll chase Morbidelli. <laughs> like, somebody thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why, why did you chase Martin, you fucking idiot? What are you doing? Nah, I got for fucking Frankie. You know, he's been doing great. Not. Not anyway, it's funny. Hey, listen, why don't we why don't we move on? We've got to move on, yes. And and if you can stay with us, Mo, we'd love yes. to have you with us. But uh, let's let's just move on to what we told them. We told you so. We told you so. 
See, he's on the rock. He's Ron. on the bomb tonight. Is, Ron he's is on. on. Last week was another disaster. Yes, I know. So what did we tell them, Boris? Well, we did to tell them about the Harley Davidson, the sponsorship. Oh. I've got it. I've got the new one. What have you got? The the new 121 Cube CVO Road Glide. That sounds like too big for Friday. Oh, it's way too big. You, you can't go anywhere near this. Right? It'll, <laughs> no, it'll, it'll, it'll eat you, right? This, I thought it'd be a game changer, and it is. Yes? Hand on my heart. The last CVO I rode, I wanted to set fire to it. Right, it turned my son into a daughter. He was on the back. Right, it pounded him into shit. I had to stop three times on the freeway to walk around, and I thought, "You're charging sixty-four thousand dollars for this? Sixty-four thousand dollars? Sixty-four grand? That's what a CVO is. It is the top end of town for Harley. It is their showpiece. It's like the AMG, oh yeah, Mercedes Benz. It's it's the top stuff, right? Yeah. And it was awful. And I thought. No, they're never going to give me another one because I, I actually wrote the re- review like that. And it's like someone in Milwaukee read it and it went, I don't want to upset him anymore. Here, <laughs> here's a new one. with th- This is the first Harley I've ridden that, that is not the Pan America that accelerates past 170 kilometers an hour. Oh. And not, it's great. Like, it's really good. The suspension's good. It's got Brembo bra- proper Brembo brakes, not the rebadged ones that they sometimes put on. Apparently, someone told me they had, they've had Brembo's for a while, but. Not that you would notice. It is a really good bike. It is a really good, and all that stuff off the CVR will trickle down into their their cheaper models. Have you have you ridden this new Harley um, uh, Badger? Which one? The, the new the, uh, C, the new CVR, the hundred twenty one cubic inch one. Is it in Malaysia? Oh, no, not yet. Not uh, yet. I, I've ridden the the uh, that that. Tall one on, on stilts with the Pan America, the Pan America, Pan America, yeah. yes. the, the one that they made yeah. for the girls. Yes, <laughs> that's the one that goes up and down by itself. That one. Well, well, if you can afford the sixty-four thousand dollar, go buy this fucking thing or go ride it's, it. It's amazing. Oh my god, it really is good. So, what did we tell them? Well, we told you Ducati might replace the Beast with Martin. Yes, Chabati said as much. But maybe not after this weekend when the Beast made Martini's bitch. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. If you want to motivate a little bastard, that's exactly how you do it. That's ex- Whether he wants to or not, that's exactly. Because yeah. you know Carlo Panat is, is burning him with his cigarettes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got cigarette burns all up his ass from Carlo Panat fucking yeah, putting yeah, it in yeah, there. Yeah. You know, the Come godfather, is, he's, not, he's not happy about yeah. it. He's like, I have got a contract, he says. <laughs> fucking hit your body, just laugh at him. <laughs> so what else we said? We did say that we um, we told you that we put a bet on Bezzecchi last week to win the world championship. <laughs> yes, we did. We did. We put $10 to win $10,000. We would have won $10,000. $10,000. But we're not going to win that. No, no. No. No, he still can. What? Mathematically, can't he? I don't think so. No, not even close. Not even close. No, he's gone now. We can use Serbian mathematics. It's like 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 different. (laughs) We don't even use the decimal system. So maybe if they both get disqualified and And penalised, and penalised one hundred points, he still wins. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm staying in. I'm in. All right. So, and we also told you Pedro Acosta would win the Moto Do title this year, but that was actually any kind of Nostradamus shit at all. He was always going to win that title. Pedro. Yeah, that that was. Given really, that, that really yeah. was a given. Baby yeah. Jeebus, he's just playing with them. Uh, he had me worried at the start of the year when they wouldn't give him the, the full noise motorcycle. They, they must have taken a spark plug off it or something. <laughs> You're not ready for the full bike yet, but the you know towards the second two thirds of the season, it's all Pedro. 
but it's coming next year. And look, you know, we haven't seen much from that uh, that guess against team really. Like Fernandez, you know, the good Fernandez, he's been he's been he's been okay. But what are we, what are our expectations of Pedro next year, Mo? What do you think? Um, okay, Aki Ayo has a long and hollowed reputation for making champions. He does. Okay. He's proven that time and time again. He's let me get this cat off my shoulder. Yeah, uh, going to say that's one hell of a pussy right a there. Great orangutan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Uh, Okay, I don't know if if uh, uh, KTM is going to ban me from the paddock forever for saying this, but uh, Moto Two champions going up to the KTM team or now Gas Gas is a satellite team. I'm wondering what's going to happen to the poor boy. Well, I I actually agree with you. He's either going to shine like a diamond or he's going to be out of shit. Yes, but he's going to be given a year to be shit if he wants it. Well, but everyone expects him to to bring the the, the chocolates now. Yeah, but okay. Look, Zarko, uh, Moto Two World Champion. Yep, twice, twice. KTM, and then I saw him. I saw him kick that bike in the pit. Yeah, <laughs> he just came in. This, this was testing in, in 2018 or 2017, I think. He comes in out of the pit. You know, comes into the pit, gets off the bike, and then kicks it and storms <laughs> off. Storms off into his pit. That that yep. was how good the bike was. So it's KTM ah. stands for kick the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, well, like I said, I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I have I have great respect for for uh, Akiayo. He's uh, he's made lots and lots of champions. Uh, but you know, when they when they move up a rung to the uh, first team, they all seem to stumble for some reason. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not just Aki Aya, but you remember how magnificent Tito Rabat was on a Moto Two bike. Correct. Yes. He yes. was he was just a joy to watch. Yes. Tito was one of the greatest things ever, and he came to Moto GP, and it was like, oh my god, it just it just stopped, and that it <laughs> finished him. It, it finished. It broke him. him. It, broke it broke everything him. in his body. He can't. Walk. Yeah, he's he's a mess. He now. went to SPK and yep. nothing. Yeah, nothing. See, I think what saved Mark Marquez was that he jumped straight from Moto Three. To Moto GP. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Ma- Mark Marquez didn't go from Moto Three to Moto GP. He went to Moto Two for two years. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Marquez. Yeah. Yes, he did. Not Alex. Not Alex Marquez. He went to Moto Two. Won the Moto yeah. Two Championship. Yeah, that prick, right? The the other the the big prick, the old prick. Mark Marquez. What didn't he? He went straight from Moto Three. I see on drugs. Mohan, is he on drugs? He was two years. Two years in Mother 2. He fucked the first well, year. He's got a book out. With now his diplopias and shit. I've got the, the official <laughs> Dorna. You don't need, even need to open it. Fredo's correct. <laughs> Fredo knows everything. I don't will, worry. I will, no. I will, he's a Mother 2 champion. No, he's not. He's not. Yes, he is. He's not. Yes. He's not. <laughs> Mark Marquez was a Mother 2 champion. What year? The year before he came in the Moto no, GP. No, no, never. He went straight from Moto Three. No, only one person has ever done that. Who? Jack Miller. Only person ever to do it. That, oh. You're wrong, oh. Boris. You oh. couldn't see. Oh, okay. Mohan's looking it up. Why are Mohan's looking it up? <laughs> what? <laughs> We're going to do a live read for World on Wheels. <laughs> Let's talk about World on the Wheels. Okay. This <laughs> is the two, fuck off, right? This is. I'm not wrong. <laughs> Look it up. Okay. Okay, this is the tour you have to do with the white Sherpa. Yeah, the Sherpa. Because 
I've ridden pretty much on this on this tour that I want to talk about. Yeah. And this is just the best time you will have. Even if you go with Ferris, it'll be pretty good. If you went with me, you'd have a very different time because <laughs> I speak the language and you can get into the kind of trouble Ferris only dreams of. This is his Dalmatian Delights tour. And it's civilised because it's Europe. Wolves and yetis will not attack you in Slovenia like they will in the Himalayas. Ferris will not have to guard you at night with a lump of flaming wood. No. No. All he has to do is point at the killer roads and let you go. Make sure you tell him you want to stay a night or two in a Balkan village partying with the villagers. Make sure you tell him that. If he refuses, break <laughs> down in the village and make him stay the night. Right? He shouldn't be scared of Balkan villagers. On this motorcycle tour, he will weave his way with you through Slovenia, Croatia, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Montenegro, Albania, and the Italian Dolomites. And they start in Slovenia, and they uh, they visit the famous Plitvica National Park. I've been there. The Plitvica Lakes are absolutely the most amazing thing you'll ever see. It's, it's just astonishing. You've got to see this cascading through a forest waterfall thing of pools. Oh, it's just awesome. Anyway, so you'll go to the Adriatic Coast, you, you island hop, you do all that shit, and then you go do the Dolomites region of North Italy and an optional blast through Stelvia. Go to worldonwheels.tours and see all the tours Mike can take you on and why I want to fight him in exotic locations. Right. Now, it's time to... that word from your sponsor. It's time to eat I some shit. Okay, board. tell me. You ready, Mo? Give it to him. Mark Marquez, 2011, 2012, 2012 Moto2 World Champion. Moto, it's got to be a misprint. He, in 2012, <laughs> he won the Moto2 World Championship. Oh, all right, I'm in wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. See, I have this mental block about the prick. I hate him so much <laughs> that I can't. I just can't. I can't even, all right? It's the teeth, isn't it? It's the teeth, yes. It's the teeth. Fuck. Right. And Rossi. And, and you're fucking sending me messages now too, you fucking prick. Right. <laughs> fucking right. Fuck off. <laughs> I have another new segment that I invented. Oh, good. But it's an old segment. Oh, okay. It's called Fuck Michelin. Oh, you're bringing Fuck yeah, Michelin fuck Michelin. More butte cheating air penalties. They're so badly. They're handing them out like sour lollies. So now, Anaya Bastianini, Pecco Bagnaia, Luca Marini, Alvaro Bautista, and well, who gives a shit about what Alvaro Bautista did, and Ikalikawada all got tyre pressure penalties, warnings. Yes. Now, Mo, you're there, you were there, and we all know what they're doing, right? Um, do you think this will impact on the championship? I don't think so. Right at this point, this late in the season, it's not going to do anything. What they're looking for is suspension data. Because the tyres are, are shit anyway. But. Yeah, that's right. Fuck yeah. Michelin. Yeah. Like, why so, is they so bad? They're not new at this, French peoples. COVID. They're not new at this. What did, yeah. You've been doing it for a while. What's going on? No, but well, there's, there, there's been a sorry. There's been a bit of doomsaying from from various pundits about how this is catastrophic for the championship. Now that there's all these, they're all sitting on warnings. All the two main players are. But I don't think so. But they're saying they're not going to have a, a, a better front tire until 2025. Yeah. So we've got another year to put up with this yep. bullshit. Yep. Mo, why is that? And uh, seriously, one of the best road tires you can put on your fucking motorcycle is Michelin. But why are they fucking up in the in this class? Is is, is are they pushing these bikes too hard? What's the story? I think the. The new developments in aero are, are, are pushing the, the front tyres too hard. 
uh, you know, they're now going into the corners a lot faster, a lot later. Uh, it's not so much the breaking. Well, as Brett Binder found out, you know, breaking breaking is another issue in itself. In turn one, it's a funk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got another story about that. But uh, yes, for me, looking at all the arrow, the pressure the arrow is putting on the uh, front, they are having problems. Now, as to why Michelin cannot respond to what the teams are wanting, what the riders are wanting, I don't know. You know, uh, no, that's that's the great unknowable. We we just don't know, and they're not going to say anything. But tell us the Brad Binder thing that you were about to tell us—the story about <laughs> breaking into third one. Oh, he he binned it. I mean, uh, uh, massive crash, and the way it looked like you know he grabbed he grabbed the front brake lever and got nothing. This is Darren. Darren, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, uh, what the hell's what the hell's happening here? The, because the, I've had it happen to me before. Yeah, and uh, that wasn't fun, you know. I, no, I, no, no, no. He tumbled through there. That's a fast crash through there. Oh yeah. At the end, uh, of the straight, yeah, coming to turn one, yeah. But but the guy hadn't even stopped doing cartwheels in the gravel before they got on the phone to ring fucking send the ages going, you're available next week. <laughs> they had him on the phone. It's like, he's still going through the gravel. What are you doing? Get on a plane. Yeah, that was, that was yeah, nasty. So, yeah. so I've also got, uh, I've also got the uh, rear wheel, which survived the crash. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be in your shop in, in Malaysia, isn't it? In your yes, it will. It's going to be hanging on the wall. Pride of uh, place. Well, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, I just hit it with a little bit of heat and then uh, <laughs> get it straight again. But uh, good Lord, I mean, you know, that's that's forged. Okay, this is forged magnesium. It's light as all hell. I mean, you will not believe how light that wheel is. Hmm. Wow! And the damage to that wheel is scary. Yeah, I mean, it, it literally the rim folded in half and cracked. Yeah, I saw the, I saw the, yeah, I saw the, the photo. Unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. Let's so, let's. Uh, sorry, go on. Yeah, so uh, um, yeah, that that something I want to say though. Um, CF Moto. Yeah. Yes. With Joel Salvo. Yes. Uh, I had I had a one on one with uh, uh, Joel and his teammate, and. And uh, what I was not prepared for was when Joel took his hat off, uh, he had this most amazing carrot top. <laughs> yes. Didn't you I know mean, he was, was so great? He, he is the top. ginger ninja. He's ginger. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. not just, not just normal orange. It's so bright. It's yeah. like fluorescent. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, no, it, it really did take me by surprise because <laughs> he, took his, he took his CF Moto cap off. Yeah. And then I'm like, shit, fuck. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, you, mean, you guys in Malaysia don't have gingers. They don't have them in China but, either. They they murdered that like Neanderthals, right? We all know that they're <laughs> fucking Neanderthals. The Serbs don't have them either. We killed them at birth. No, the only orange you one, can't have them growing up. The only ones that have orange beards and stuff they're the muftis and stuff. Yeah, know, but so they're, they're, they're painted. <laughs> Maybe he's a mufti in another <laughs> life. I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I mean, he, he's. Uh, Okay, I tell you this. All right, my impression of Joel uh, sitting down with him for about twenty minutes. Uh, that guy, that boy is—he's got something. Yeah, he does. Yes, 
He does. I'm so glad. We're all glad he got a ride next year because yeah. um, you know, we, we, I spoke to Wayne Maxwell, who's been multiple ASB can champion. He he coached Joel for the two weeks or three yeah. weeks before, before Phillip Island. Yeah, and did a great job. And he did a great job. And he said, <clears throat> Joel's problem isn't his speed. He's got the speed. He's as quick. People would kill for his speed. And it's not the aggression. It's his confidence. He hasn't got the confidence yet. And a few more high-up placings, and Joel's there. Yeah. Well, that's what happened you know? in the um, CV, the Spanish yeah. CV. Same thing. He came on a bit late in the year, but fuck, he dominated. So anyway, oh, let's move on. Richard, MotoGP news. No, but, well, we've got so much news from the badge already, but let's go. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. La, la, la. All the news. <laughs> All the motherfucking news. Yeah. Right. Sponsored by Honda. Honda. Honda unveiled its new Fireblade for 2024. Hallelujah. Is it like that Fireblade from 2023 or something, that, something else? I've, I've written the ad, right? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I can't talk to Steve from BMW at the moment. I'm having, right, no. this fucking Fireblade, I've ri- already written the ad for it. It says, get the fuck. Really? Yeah. It, but look, listen to this. The cylinder head compression ratio... Valve timing, they've all been revised. The crankshaft that got forged titanium con rods, shorter ratios through the gearbox. Honda records it's got a healthy mid-range performance. A peak horsepower of 215. 215 Shit. horses. 130 newton metres of torque. They're unchanged, but they arrive 500 RPM earlier in the rev range. So the the... 2024 CBR, all the R's, 1000RR-R Fireblade SP is the first production bike in the world to feature the third gen Erlen's 43mm SEC 3.0 SV NPX upside down motherfucking forks. <laughs> Get the fuck. Get the fuck, right? And a limited, they got a limited edition. They got a carbon version. Holy shit. Right? So, yeah, it's not going to be cheap and they don't bring any in. Um, have you seen this thing, Moen? The new the new Fireblade? Have you seen it in the flesh? No, not yet. Uh, but it's going to look a lot like the old Fireblade, no? A little Except bit, the- yeah, a little bit, but not quite. But it goes like yeah. the powers of peace. Two hundred and fifteen horsepower. Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Oh That's my God! Um, yeah. So what have we got in the news? We've got. Riders for Dogs, as always, it's our, our charity for choice. Right now, I know you're a cat guy, Moan, but bear with me on this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Simon Crafar is tireless in his work to help dogs, and dogs are well, animals are generally better than people anyway, and everyone should help if they can. So go to Riders for Dogs and see what amazing memorabilia and other great stuff Simon has up for auction. He'll be doing it again next year. Every cent goes to help dogs. Just email Riders for Dogs at Gmail. And he'll sort you out. If you don't want anything, no problems. Chuck him a few bucks. Every cent goes to puppies. Did you catch up with with Simon in in Malaysia? Yes, I did. Uh, uh, we had a chat, and uh, he has a he has a message for Fredo. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's, he's asking where his watch is. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, he left it behind in the Chinese restaurant at Phillip Island. Oh my! And I'm looking after it for him. It's very nice. It is a nice look. It's beautiful. It's beautiful watch. Yes, beautiful. All right, someone is lying. 
Vermin Aldegear, the Moto2 racer with the paddock's hottest girlfriend, has said HRC said and him have had a whole long hot shower together and talked about him racing Mark Marquez's bike next year and rubbing moisturiser into Pooja's leathery thighs. <laughs> Pooja has said that this is a lie. No one has spoken to Vermin about racing Mike Marquez's bike next year. But yes, his girlfriend is hot and she would look great hanging around the garage and I would never say no to moisturising my thighs. <laughs> Pooch then said, yesterday I spoke to Aldergal's manager and I asked him where this bullshit came from and he didn't know what to say. So I handed him the bottle of moisturiser and said, well, you know what happens next, bitch. <laughs> So then Pooj has confirmed also, right, or Paul actually confirmed, <laughs> that Pooj approached him to have a chat about returning to HRC. Oh, uh, no, he yeah, didn't. Yeah, well, that's what he said. No, huh? It so, took him years to get rid of you. Yeah, well, Paul, after running and hiding in the toilet for two days, said Paul came out and said he was flattered, but he was looking to a future which didn't involve him breaking even more of his recently broken shit, and he's allergic to moisturiser. <laughs> And his left shoulder is higher than his right, and sometimes he has to be wheeled home in a shopping trolley, so no, he's not racing HRC. So Fabio Antonio is still fapping over a possible HRC ride. And this is after Luke has already gone, yeah, yeah, maybe. Digi's confident something good will happen in the near future, despite currently being unemployed for 2024. He has bought the moisturiser Alberto likes, <laughs> and he says his arms are strong and his hands are soft. He's ready to go. Got a manicure. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That, that's all HRC and shit. Engine size drop. We must speak about this. Dorno said it's considering reducing the engine size to 850cc in 2027. The reaction was a universal go, fuck yourself. And what crazy hippie fuck came up with that shit idea? <laughs> And it's a, like, as Tug said, he said it's a great way to make Yamaha pull the pin. They've stuck with the inline four cylinder engine to try to keep some relevance to the R1 sales, but make it an 850 and they may as well fuck off. Yeah. Have you heard anything about this, Mo? Mo. Mo is frozen on our screen. Yes. <laughs> what, yes. have you, what have you heard about no, this? No, I'm not frozen. It's just that I have, I have heard. Yeah, you're frozen. this. It's it's a very it's a very uh, uh, strange coincidence that uh, you know KTM does have an eight ninety cc twin. Yes, ah. yeah, yeah, it does. Everyone's got an eight ninety cc twin. Everyone, yes. they're everywhere. So if you if you if you add one and one together and you come up with two hundred and seventy five point yes. two seven, yeah. maybe you can see if somebody's pushing things behind the scenes. Well, if you know what I mean. Well, what I what I'm thinking is, if you look at the other big picture, is that they want to make it a fuel, uh, you know, carbon neutral fuels. They want to they want to change so many things, uh, and let's face it, the bikes are fucking fast, and the trucks can't keep up with them. You know, the the the, the, the trucks they, they they keep having to make modify the trucks the track, modify yeah. the trucks. They have yeah. to slow these guys down. And they can't do it with technology, but they, this never works anyway. Because if they make it, I don't care if they make them a fucking two fifty, they're still gonna make them go fucking fast. Yeah. Like, because they'll just come up with some be, wizard. It'll be interesting to see what they fucking do. Anyway, all right, fabulous. Yes. Mm. Celebrates the five worst corners of his career. <laughs> He said, I wanted to go on the outside at turn one and carry speed, but I didn't disengage the front device because I'm wearing pearls. 
<laughs> then in turn two, I had a touch with Marini because I'm wearing pearls and he isn't. And in turn three, the whole shot device meant I couldn't make any corner speed. Then Mark touched me in turn five. I went super wide, but I had my pearls on, so it looked pretty good. Still was the first worst five corners of my career. And then Fabulous was also fined a €1,000 for undoing his helmet in the pit lane so he could touch his pearls. He said the stewards are picking on him because they don't like him. No. No, don't undo your helmet no. in the pit. No. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Just why why did you do it? The bitch, oh, yeah, a whole lot of these. Fuck so, with. So you can see fuck, my. So you can with. see my pearls better. Look, no, no, no. A whole lot of these fuckwit idiots, right? Got on the on the Twitter and Facebook going, "Oh, this is really harsh. This is this. This is that." A thousand euro to Fabio Quattararo is fucking nothing. But nobody said anything until Simon Patterson fucking put out a, a tweet. Fucking imbecile, like, Jesus! Did you see Simon Patterson in the media center? You can't <laughs> miss him. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not even talking about him, but yeah, he he was all part of that bullshit, right? Yeah, but, he was. But it's not a big deal. It's a thousand euro, Mohan. A thousand euro is a lot of money for you and me and Fredo. Yeah. But a thousand euro to to a former MotoGP world champion is like, like dude, really? You know, it's, yeah, it's just like loose change behind the uh, sofa cushion. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. It's no yeah. biggie. It's just a thing, you know. And everyone got outraged because we like to get outraged about shit. So this brings us to Luca and HR sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. Yes. The word on everyone's lips. Well, the announcers, fuck, Maddie was on and on and on and on about this all weekend. That Luca Marini had virtually signed a deal with HRC for two years. What the fuck does that mean? He's there and, and Vermin is going to Muni 46. And Rossi posted a photo of himself in HRC colors from his Honda days to Instagram. Is that a subliminal message? I don't know. What's your call, Moan? Is he going to go or not? Are we going to get Luca in HRC colors next year? I think a lot depends on, on uh, how much tribute they pay uh, the Godfather. Well, that's right. It doesn't make sense in any other world. I mean, if he went to Yamaha, I'd understand yeah. because I still think Rossi will come to Yamaha after next year. Yeah. But it, it doesn't it make doesn't sense. It doesn't make sense, does it? It, it? It's out of the blue. Well, it's Luca getting away, away from his brother's shadow, I guess. Sure. Does he want to do that? Well, because he's not the piss off his brother. He's not the steam off his brother's piss in terms of riding ability. <laughs> well, well, he's not. Okay. Well, he's not. Okay. Well, the record. How many says world championships does he motherfucking have? <laughs> None. None. How many his brother have? Nine. Mister Nine. No, Mister Nine times. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> the fuck? Is, is Boris is Boris wearing his fluorescent yellow glasses again? No, he's wearing a t-shirt that says AK47. I have never taken them off. I, there, there is one God, and there will only ever be one God, right? Okay, so Binder. He copped a penalty. He copped a penalty, he and he will cop Again. another penalty in Qatar for crashing out before race control could hand him a penalty. <laughs> yes. How dare he do that? Yeah. That's right. So uh, anyway. Um, I think that's the news. So pretty much. Uh, there were a few Honda. Honda broke some records this year. Mark has crashed 27 times, which matches his all-time record. And Mir has crashed almost as many times. 23 they, times. Yeah. So there are 50 crashes 50 for crashes HRC. For a season. Well done, yeah. HRC. Yeah. But the, well, Mir, Mir's crashed 23 times despite being missing for half, a third of the championship. <laughs> <laughs> Big success. Yeah. It's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's pretty right? good. 
and uh, nicely alongside HRC's last place, the Constructors' Championship, second last of the team's championship. That's how far the mighty have fallen. Wow. Hey, Boris. Yeah. What BMW are you riding this week? Ah, well, I, I, that was the message I got from Steve, my, my mate at Motorrad. The Magnificent. I'm riding it to the uh, Rampage, 1600 GTL. Oh, my God. BMW very kindly provided me what is not very arguably the finest touring bike the world has ever seen. It's that six cylinders of awesome sexiness. That's me. (laughs) So I'm a rampage in the Alps with you and McGee with class and dignity and comfort and style while the rest of you suffer. (laughs) I will allow people to sit on it so they know what they're missing out on. And if anyone at the Rampage is really hot and has good legs, nice boobies, and is rocking a short skirt, I will offer her a short pillion ride. That way they can tell their boyfriends what they should buy next. And I promise not to touch her. (laughs) Don't believe you. No, no, don't believe me either. But there's not going to be anyone like that at the Rampage. Just filthy old bearded drunks and horror shows and shit. What you're going to do is pour some of that noise guard stuff in Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's... Go and try the GTL. I mean, they're having a, a run-out sale for the 23 models. Go and have a look. This is an amazing thing. Oh, right. Noise guard. See, speaking of the devil. You brought that nice segue yeah. into noise guard. It's quite possible deaf people are not listening to this podcast. Damn, sh- damn on them. But the rest of you are not deaf. <laughs> you may well be if you ride bikes or work in a noisy environment, right? To trend to treat, your, you tend to treat. Yes. You're hearing for granted. But the effect of loud noise is cumulative. So by the time you hit your 60s or even your 50s, or, you know, your 90s as Mohan is. Um, ah, uh, ah. <laughs> well, I had to involve him. <laughs> See, he's deaf too. Of right? course, we're all deaf. So if you're riding your whole life without hearing protection, you will start to lose that sense. It's slow, but it's relentless. And when you're old, you become one of those terrible deaf pricks everyone hates and yells at. Hey. Hey, you. Ah. <laughs> What? There's nothing better than having John and his team pour delicious gloop into your head as they make the mould for your custom noise guard hearing protection. Sure, hot monkey sex with a stripper you met an hour ago is better, but that's not going to happen. So go the gloop. The earpieces will fit perfectly and they will work and you will no longer be damaging your hearing. You should do it. Protect your ears. Noise guard are the best in the business. That's straight up. Go to sales at noiseguard.com or look them up on the internet. Noise guard. Absolutely the best. Yeah. Right. Around the world in 80 high sides. He's on fire! Look at that. <laughs> what happened? It just, it just, just stopped. stopped. <laughs> he just <laughs> walked out the room and he went, fuck it, I'm out of here. Tell us what happened, Fredo. What What do you mean what happened? Around the world in 80 high side. Well, I don't know. What happened? <laughs> Nothing happened. Batista fucking won everything and it's gone over to the bloody to the to the fucking thing to the to the mother GP to lose and to lose and to look really bad. Uh, the AMA British Superfly bikes nothing, nothing. There's nothing, nothing happened in the world because winter's, oh, winter's coming. Well, I tell you, I tell you, there was I tell you one thing. There was the uh, the 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 qualifying for the for the Asia Talent Cup. There was that. Actually, some shit has happened. Yeah. All right. And and Tour Styling get into this one. Did no. I, well, well, there's the enduro news. Okay. The Aussie women's team at the International Six Day Enduro in the World Championship of Enduro Riding finished second to the United States after an incredibly harrowing event. 
It was terrible. The Aussie girls put up a very brave showing with their own enduro riding, Jet Queen. Jess Gardner leading the way once again. Taylor Jones, unfortunately, was forced out halfway through the event with a badly injured shoulder. Ugh. And Danielle McDonald, who was just 16, really hit her straps in the first ISD, and it was a super effort to come home second for the team. Bravo, ladies. We're all very proud of you. Yes. Look at that shit. Uh, the Aussie Flat Track Nationals now over and now over. Uh, six rounds of hot competition. And the legend Mick Kirkness is once again the winner of the Pro 450 Class Champions Ring. Yes. Uh, this is a really good event run on like the American style 19 inch flat track tyres on both dirt and oiled surfaces. And like it sorts the heroes and the wannabes out in the flat track world for sure. Tug's buddy Darren Webb won the Clubman Open Championship and Cooper Archibald won the Juniors. Big shout out to Rider Support Australia for sponsoring the event. And if you're looking for the best roadside assistance program in the country uh, for motorcycles, Rider Support Australia is your go-to solution. Right. Remy Gardner finished the Jerez postseason test on top of the time sheet. He really did. So an Alvaro Batista's new teammate, Nicolo Bulegar, finished in second, setting a time that should have the champion a little bit worried. I guess you finished the test in the top five. Who? The Maniac! Yanone! Yes. yes. Beefcake. Yeah, he's back. He's back. He's back, but he's not allowed to eat meat in Malaysia anymore. No, that, there's nothing wrong with your Malaysian meat over there, Mohan. It's not, not, the, not the fine. I've had a fucking steak in Malaysia. It was, it was a very strange thing. Look, it's, it's, we only serve the finest water buffalo. I told you before, you know. Uh, it, it gets run over by an 18-wheeler on the highway. Yes. You know, the maintenance crews drag the carcass off to the side. Yes. And they cut it into nice little uh, 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 barbecue-sized steaks. And that's what you get. And they take it to the Sama Sama Hotel, and the Sama Sama serves it to the tourists. Exactly, yeah. It was obvious. I I had never seen a steak that looked quite like they were all the same shape. Yes. That's the steak you bitches are eating tonight. Right. Anyway, um, right. Two Aussies have both won a place in next year's Asia Talent Cup. South Aussie boys, Ricky Henry, and our little mate, Archie Schmidt. Schmidt! Yes, Schmidt. We are watching you boys. Hudson Thompson was unfortunate to miss out, but has been uh, named as a reserve rider. As a reserve rider, yep. yes. And for those of you who live in WA, you need to get yourself to the WA State Super Moto Championships. It's the last weekend of the month at Bunbury City Car Track. It's and, cheap. And, and you got you got a couple of Malaysian kids in there too for the Asia Talent Cup this yep. year. Um, did, and that's, are they that's good? We're going to see. All right. Uh, okay, look, quite honestly, people don't want me to say this, but I will say this. Say I want you to story. say it. Yeah, we want you to I say it. I want you to say it. It's, it's pure crapola at the moment, okay? <laughs> Everything's gone to shit. Razlan's challenging his biggest critic to an open debate. Who's his biggest critic? Uh, the principal of TKKR Racing. Okay. Ah, yeah. To an open so debate. That's that's all the Malaysian news. Everybody's just talking about that. People are saying, oh, we don't have a Malaysian rider in MotoGP. You know, the guys are not doing well. This Now, I know Fredo said it takes years to build a champion. This is true. But we have had a system in place to put a Malaysian on the, the uh, uh, world stage. It has happened, but... I don't know. I mean, something's wrong. 
I also had a long chat with the authorities that manage motorsports in Malaysia, mm-hmm. the sanctioned body. Uh, right at the top, long chat, or supposed to be like a 10-minute interview and it became an hour's discussion. So, yeah, I mean, I used to think Aussies had a big problem with cams, but apparently we have it worse. <laughs> it's, it's, tell me something. Are your race controlling bodies all made up of volunteers like soccer mums and soccer dads or people with a little bit of money and a lot of interest in the sport? Uh, people with a lot of money and a little interest in the sport. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um. So before we get out of that, we have to tell people that this was sponsored by Suzuki. Yes, I love Suzuki. They're going to give me a motorcycle. Yes, they have given you one. Yes. Finally. finally It's going to happen. And you can watch Fredo fuck himself at the the ride. Climbing Mount Hotham. At Mount Hotham. If you haven't got your ticket, please get one because it's going to be spectacular. Well, Suzuki Uh have revealed two glorious new models at Eichma and our thighs are ready for them. Yes. The 2024 Suzuki GSX-S1000 GX. GX. 150 horsepower, GSX-R1000 motor, electronic suspension, 150mm travel, adapted damping, two-way quick shift to cruise control. This is a poor man's version of the BMW XR. But right. it's good. But it's brilliant, and it's twenty five eight ninety right away. Great. And Suzuki will further sweeten the deal and throw in a, a set of side cases valued at eighteen hundred bucks for anyone who puts a deposit. Shit. Do it. And the second model I brought out was the twenty twenty four Suzuki GSX eight R, which is the thing you're going to ride, yeah, but I'm like sportier. It. Oh, sportier! So full fairing. Um, it's that. Wait till you ride that motor. That motor is yeah. amazing. The only difference between that is it's um it's got shower suspension rather than KYB. Uh, it's got the SFFB separate function fork, big pistons. I have no idea what he's saying, but anyway, those are the shower forks. You touch your stemos, shower forks. <laughs> okay, Mohan knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, that that's that's what it is. It, it's a lovely thing. Have you ridden the well, ADS and the ADR? I'll be riding it next week in yeah. uh, uh, Lisbon. Yeah, it's a great. Well, the have you ridden the eight R? No, no, I haven't as yet. Yeah, it's, it's the same, same, same. Yeah, good. Oh, okay, enjoy do I, that. Do I, need a, do I need a step ladder to get on the? No, jets? no, it's tiny. You're about the same size as him. No, they, these things are tiny. They're not. That's they're not. What you say you know you you stand six foot seven. <laughs> no, I'm actually not that tall. I think I'm smaller than Mao. <laughs> <laughs> Well, nobody can be as small as Joel Kelso. <laughs> that, that's okay. true. Isn't he a tiny little thing? He's a bulldog. Oh, Lord, yeah. Yeah, but he's solid. He's thick and rich. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Very much. I hugged him, right? He's full of, full of red muscle. Look, I, I think I think Joel will be extraordinary next year when they put him with his teammate who he absolutely hates, the ruthless Menards. They hate oh. each other. There's gonna, there's gonna they be, do hate each other. It's going to be fireworks. Yeah. It's Good. the best. Good. Good, and hopefully that rivalry will continue all the way through to MotoGP. That's right. All right, the chattering of the Jubblers! Ah. Oh, Rod, you're making me fucking erect with joy. Erect with joy. Sponsored by our friends at Aprilia and Motoguzzi. Yes, the Mandelo. Uh, have you ridden this one, the Mandelo? Have you got I'm this on in- a podcast at the moment. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are. You tell, tell them. If you have to go, Mo, you just say so. It's okay. Ah, no, no, no worries. No worries. You can listen to no, more no, no. of our bullshit. Well, this is what... There's somebody I want you to meet. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bring him in. Are they hot? 
So yes, I'm not I'm not dating an orangutan. Despite what many are saying, you you are a dirty badger. <laughs> we I talk about it without guilt. You're punching above your weight, there, uh, yeah, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's beautiful girl. There. Why don't we have supermodels in here? I, I don't know. Look Jesus. at the beautiful girl, the Malaysian Yeah, we got Rod. No, we, <laughs> Rod. we got Rod. I love. Yeah, Rod's all right. No but offense, Rod. No but offense, you know. but you're not a fucking supermodel. Yeah. All right. The uh, look that's sponsored by the Mandela from Motoguchi. Beautiful bike. It's got the sex clam, the opening sex clam sex for the clam. team. Yes. Thanks to the active arrow. Yeah, but that's just. just but it's a good bike. I it's know. just a good bike. You no longer have to be a fucking weird motherfucker to ride a motor goodsy. No. You can now be a normal motorcyclist. <laughs> and it's, it's a you lovely. You don't have to be a pot smoker. No. No. You have no. the smell of urine. No. You don't have to carry tools that's and it. shit. You don't have to pray to strange gods. Your mates won't laugh at you and leave you by yourself on the side of the road. No, because you'll be in front of That's them. right. No, have a look at it. It's a wonderful thing. Yes. What have the Chumas been saying this week? What have they been saying? Well, uh, Tug sent me these notes. He said, we have no choice but to leave all the Chumaing in this episode to the Alvaro Bautista fan club who convinced their boys going to rock up to Sepang for the MotoGP wildcard and hand everyone their asses. Well, otherwise, don't, don't known, they look stupid? Well, that's right. It was otherwise known as doing a bailus. It was never going to happen, bitches. No. Ever. Nobody jumps on a MotoGP bike today, you know, and with no experience on one and becomes the fastest man in the world. Those days are over. You know, the bailus days, they're gone. They're not normal motorcycles. And, you know, without at least a little experience, you're not going to win. You're never going to come close. He's been out of that for, what, six years? He hasn't yeah. been on a MotoGP bike. There's no way. You can't, you can't compare WSBK to MotoGP. Like, it, but didn't, did that stop the Little Monkeys fan club? Fuck no. No, they all went yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Jorge from Mallorca, I think that could be our Jorge, my boy Alvaro's going to bitch them all up. He'll make paella out of them, but with no muscles in it. <laughs> Juanita from Mexico wrote on Facebook, Bautista can make me happy sometime for a long time in the woods near my house. I no uh, complain for much time. And uh, Paul from Italy tweeted, this is going to be embarrassing for the MotoGP pilots. They'd never seen a rider like Alvaro before. Perhaps he's unaware that Alvaro was indeed a MotoGP before and got the sack. Well, he's the same size as the dildo and he carries on like one. (laughs) So, you know, I'm a bit worried. What were you going to say, Mohan? Did you have something there? Uh, Sorry, no, no, no. I'm just in the middle of... Of uh, Of other stuff. You've got so much going on. Yes, indeed. I'm going to have to uh, uh, take my leave, sir. Okay. Oh, well, it was a joy and a pleasure. Thank you so much thank for you joining so much. us, Mohan, and, and getting us up to speed on what's going on over there in the in the Malaysia. We yeah. love you so much, and we we can't wait to see you. I've been telling the boys, we must come to Malaysia. I'm coming to the test. We're going. I'm coming to the I'm test, coming. Mo. So we're going to go out and, and, yes. and, and eat some orangutan or something. Be- before, you, before you go, tell me, predict who's going to win Qatar. On the spot. Let's go. Who's going to win at Qatar? The Beast. The Beast. Wow. I think he could be right. I think he could be right, I too. could be right. He's run there before. Badger, yeah. thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Badger. What a joy to have him. We love you. What a joy to have oh, that Oh, we man. love he's him. We so love good. him. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. So where are we? 
CMB Financial Services. services. If all those mother bikes you talk about, you want one, you got to ring these guys. Paint you a picture. Okay, paint. I'm going to paint you a picture. You're off camping and dirt bike riding with your mates. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes. Yeah, yeah, but picture this. You you, you all sit around the campfire the night you arrive, you know. Shooting at each other. Yeah, shooting at each other. Because that's what we do. Racking up, yeah. sipping on cold cans, yeah. talking shit, looking yeah. forward to smashing the trails the next day. Yes. And you're silently wondering if your old shit bike will even start in the morning. Yeah. But you're hopeful because you've had five cans. Yes, right. You know. Up with the dawn, quick brekkie, bikes are fueled up, they fire up and the blokes are all raring to go, but not you. Your bike won't start. You think you know why, but you can't sort it. Your mates all hate you because you're delaying their riding day. Go without me, you say. I'll fix it and catch up. So they go, and you stay at the camp like a village woman when the men ride off to the hunt. You can't fix your bike. It's too old. So you tidy up. You prepare lunch for when the men come back like a good girl. CMB Financial Service can de-bitch you in one (laughs) phone call. Call them, tell them you need a brand new dirt bike and maybe a trailer to put it on, maybe a Dodge Ram to pull the fucking trailer. CMB Financial Service can sort you out with the best finance deal available so you're not left at the camp making sure the beer is cold, lunch is ready when the men go riding. Yes. Don't be that guy. No. Okay, contact them at cmbfin.com.au or call 1-300-262-346. And a few, few of our listeners have actually got in touch. They're getting financed. Are they really? They are. I'm glad. They are. Yeah. Coops rang me and said, dude, it's working. I said, I told you it would. I told you it would. People will ring you. you, you and they it. should. And they should. Why fuck not? It, fuck at the bank. Fuck Go to these guys. These guys are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Big business barons. There's no music for that, is there, Rod? No. no. Right. Well, listen. You guys need to go out and support Grey Gums. They're copping a flogger from the local council lately. Grey Gums yeah. Cafe on the Putty Road. Oh, fuck. Local council is just making their life an absolute misery. That and the licensing police, they're just being utter assholes. So they could do with a bit of support out there. Go and buy a hamburger. Go for a ride on one of the best roads in Australia. Yeah, I'll come with you. Yeah, you know, let's do it. So Moto Wee, there is no Moto Wee, but nonetheless, we are still sponsored in that segment. By Savage Motorcycles. And they're, they're doing a great job. They oh were at Phillip Island last week. They were. They were. They had all their sexiness out. Um, Dennis sent me a picture of the bike leaned over and he says, we fixed the ground clearance problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These bikes are incredible. And and they're Australian and they're Australian's only motorcycle manufacturer. Only electric, yeah. High-performance motorcycle manufacturer. Like, High-performance electric motorcycle. These are not, you know, the pretend ones where they bring in the Yamaha no, no, and they change them. parts and shit. No, no. They make they're everything theirs. here. They're theirs. They're theirs. Yeah. They're theirs. All right. We have now reached the point of the hold my beer race. Oh my god! Mm. What was mm. that all about? Well, you know what it wasn't all about. It wasn't all about Martin fucking off like he always. No, does. no, because you know why? Because he was had the he was worried about the tire pressure thing. I think. I think that. I also think the heat knocks him around. I think the heat knocks him around. Well, like he wanted to, but he decided it was best to let Alex Marquez kill Peko instead. That yeah, was that, that, that was the whole yeah, idea there. Work. But Alex failed to kill Peko because Peko was smarter than Alex. But a box of shoes is smarter than Alex. 
And while it did look like New Caddy might remotely detonate, you know, his bike if he fucked with the championship, it all ended okay when Alex ran out of people to collide with and he got out the front. No one gave a shit. He's not in the championship. I mean, Jack and Brad had a crack at the back, but they could not match Peko, Martin, and Gums out the front. Off no, they went. No. Martin eventually got second, but he didn't want to hunt down Gums. He just didn't want to do it. He just wanted to finish ahead of Peko. That's that's the championship. Why would you want to chase Alex Marquez when you don't have to? No. You know? The Beast, magnificent. Ah, there's a team play. He rode past the KDMs and then sat on Peko's ass and defended him from evil Binder. He could have absolutely passed. He could have passed fucking Peko at any time, at any time, but chose to be a teammate and not a massive twat, and he let Peko get all the points he could. That was absolutely the right thing to do, Fredo. That yes. was absolutely the right thing yeah, to do. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. He did exactly what he's supposed to do. Yep. Uh, Mark Marquez crashed but remounted. Mir crashed but remounted as well. And HRC opened another vein and prayed for the season to end soon. Yeah. HRC says, make sure you finish the race. They didn't say crash. Well, they did. Yeah. Right. Moto 3. Oh, my goodness. What a great fucking race this was. Um, dum, 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 dum. The battle for the princess the, monkey. Oh, it was on. Rages. It, it rages. was on. It was glorious. Sailor Moon was totally the boss princess all weekend on the pole. But then she bitched the start and Ortal led fire cheese and her away. Kelso was a gingery seventh. Yes. Very gingery. Yes, he was having a few problems yes. at the back, but yes. they still managed to get seven. And then Alfonso starts carving the pack, a knife yes. in both hands. His boy hole was frothing. <laughs> he made it from 21st to 10th, which is a hell of a ride. Yeah. And then Sailor Moon got her girl titties out and charged to the front, and Ruthless Munoz also started to stab people in the face. Sasaki got to the front, finger-banged Sailor Moon for a while, <laughs> and Fire Cheese watched that hot action in third, and the Impaler was right there he was. in fourth. He was. And then leave a grabber. Fanati. Yeah, what the fuck? Too much hatred. Is that what it is? Yeah, too much hatred. Okay. He's, he's always peaking with hatred, Fanati, right? <laughs> and he had overwhelmed with hatred and crashed. So Anchu wedged his boy hole into second. That put Ruthless Munoz in third. Yes. And this was just swapping all the time. It was awesome. Then there was this fucking massive crash. Oh, God. Alonso, Hondago, <laughs> Rossi, Marrera, they exploded in the air. And then Furusato so shat himself, he just crashed behind him. It was just horrifying. Yeah, fuck I, it. I'm out of here. Oh, fuck this shit, right? <laughs> so then Munoz almost high-sided in front of Massey and somehow did not die. Yes. Don't know how he didn't die, but he didn't. So then Sasaki and Sailor Moon, the two championship leaders, were up the front. They swapped lead. They swapped spit, fingering boy holes. It was all hot. <laughs> Just behind them, fire cheese on you, Bertelli, and Rude Boy watched and fapped. Yes. Rude Boy then tried to kill on you. Sasaki did try and kill on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Rueda. Oh, Rude Boy Rwanda. Rude Boy. Oh, not rude, Sick Boy, Rude not Boy. Not Sick Boy, yeah. sorry, got confused. So as he fucking sideswise Batelli, then ass rams the Impaler and fucked any chance the Turk has of winning the championship. Yes. So Fire Cheese then starts riding like a bastard and won't let his teammate Sasaki pass him. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck your championship. I, <laughs> I want to win this one, right? Because that would make Fire Cheese the first Gruyere cheese eater and dyke poker to win a race since 1990 when Chris Van Vandermeulen... <laughs> 
One of me train a raffle in a pub in Rotterdam. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how long it was going to take you to get We're back. right there. We're right Sorry, there. Chris. <laughs> I love you. Well, the championship is still so fucking close. Yes. It's Massey on 246, Sasaki on 223, Alonso on 205, Holdego on 205, and on tube, yeah, 196. Yeah. I don't, I, think, I don't think a Turk can do it. But it's still fucking like two he races to go. It. Yeah. He, he won't make it. I no, think. no, no. Right. Who's going to do it? Sasaki? No, I think Sailor Moon's going to do I this. I think she's got to. She has to. She yeah. wants She. She wants it. Yeah, she wants it more <laughs> than the others. <laughs> Her boy hole froths harder than the others. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right, Moto 2. Yes. Sponsored by Triumph. Triumph. Yes. Oh, oh the RS. 765 Street Triple RS. Get the fuck out of here. Just that's I haven't it. ridden it yet. I've no, got to ride no. this. You've got to ride it. It's There's a lot of like mid-sized motorcycles out there. A lot. It's back again in Vogue, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, but this thing, this thing is just next level bullshit. It's like 188 kilos, 128 horsepower. Oh, it's just one of the best handling motorcycles on earth, bar none. It looks hot, goes great. It's just lovely. And you can pick one up for like 20, 20 grand, 20590 20, bucks. It's like cheap, yeah. you know, and nice. Yeah. No, I try one. So, right. Moto 2. Yes. Baby Jesus is world champion. He is indeed. Arbolino <laughs> crashed into everything and everyone trying to make that not so. <laughs> he did everything he could. Everything he could. I felt sorry for him. He tried so hard. Yes. So hard. Yeah, but it's never going to happen. Right. The, the vermin, vermin, Aldegur, rode like a thousand bastards and everyone wanked off how glorious he was. There was so much wanking. And oh, he's van, look, no, no, can't touch him. He's 158 points behind Acosta in the championship. Bitch, where, was, where were you all year? No. Where were you all year? Now, now you're bringing fucking chocolate. Now bringing everything. Fuck off. All the chocolate. Yeah. Baby Jesus cruised like a boss. He had to finish pretty much, and that was it, because he knew Arbolino was fucked, right? He, he reads his pit boards, he knows Arbolino's fucked. He, uh, Arbo eventually got himself in a tent, and his ride was epic, but not too little, too late. So, out the front, Gonzalez initially grabbed the lead, but he crashed, and Vietti and Guevara went into the gravel, turn nine. Turn nine, fucked bucket load. Yeah, I know. Everybody yeah. came down there. Canet, Anwar, Nozane, Gonzalez all died in turn nine. Um, Agura chasing Ramirez for third was kind of vaguely interesting, but he only didn't catch him, and all the knuckle-deep hotties um, and OnlyFans celebrated because Ramirez rides for OnlyFans. That's right. Which is great. Yeah. Jake Dixon, masterclassed fifth place. <laughs> no one could have ridden the fifth place better. That was great. I loved that. And yeah. Sam Lowe did not crash, which was rare. Well, very rare. Right. So the championship's done. Pedro Costa, congratulations. Yeah, he has won. And he did it in, like, he's so smart. He's, you've got to think how smart he is. He didn't want to go out there and win. He knew he did exactly what he has to do. Yep. And and then, he, you know, and you could see what it meant to him. You could see it all over Simon Crafer's shoes, what yeah. it meant to him, because he threw up twice in the interview. He did. But but <laughs> did he, how well did he manage that? Like nothing. <laughs> yeah, but, right. And, Hang on, I'm better now, yeah. he says. Off he went. So, <laughs> he did it again. I, I think uh, it was a combination of the heat and the emotion. 
Yes. You know, but good on him. He, he, he handled that brilliantly. Congratulations to you, baby Jesus. We never doubted you. No, we've been saying it for a long time. I have to do the wild asparagus this week. Oh, because he's he's, he's off buying toothless horses. Ah, uh, we have some music for this. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. There it is. Da, 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 da. I don't know that I can do a good a job of this as tags, but I shall try. Yes, read that one. I have not heard any. I'm waiting for the signal from above. There it is. There it's not. There's no horn. Rods drop the ball again. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that sounds like? That sounds, remember the Adams family? Yes, yeah. Remember the doorbell? Durang. Yeah. Yeah. And Lurch would open the door, yeah. but that was the doorbell. It was like a foghorn. Do you remember? Adam's family was in Italy too. It's all over the world. Yeah. But you know, a fun fact about this one. Tell me. You know, Lurch, yeah. he was also thin. Was he thin? The hand. You never see them in oh, the same scene again. Yeah. Okay. Always a different scene because he was the only one that was tall enough to get his hand up at the oh, fucking yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was a big motherfucker. Big bastard. Big bastard. Yeah. All right. Attention, attention. This is your captain speaking. I suppose one of you thought that was funny. I can picture it. All of you sitting in the garage laughing, nay, chortling, nay, idiotizing after you made my bike try to kill me with the fire thrower. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm scared of the fire. Just like most people are scared of me. Yes. But clearly you are not scared enough of me, but that will be fixed. But I showed you. After you made the bike try to kill me with a fire, I crashed it five times just to make your work harder for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> that is how the captain says, fuck you, because I'm too polite and upstanding a captain to use those words out loud. But honestly, all this fire and crashing is not really my biggest regret of the weekend or even the year. Ooh. My biggest regret, and the one which I don't think I could ever recover from, is that everyone is now saying that Vermin might go to the HRC bike, or that the untalented Rossi sibling might go to the HRC bike, or even my brother that KDM doesn't want anywhere might go to the HRC bike, or even some kid from Moto3. But did anyone ask the captain? No. No, they didn't. All my life I have dreamed of riding in the beautiful orange of the Repsol. But nobody talked to me. Pooch turns and runs away when he sees me. I don't understand it. <laughs> he knows they're not in a good place at the moment. It is a place we sailors call the doldrums. But all they need is a good captain. It is clear. <laughs> I could steer the good ship HRC away from the rocks with the cute little penguins and into clear waters. They just need some guidance. And yes, I know you all think I would never abandon ship on you and go to the Honda, but it is a challenge. And all captains need challenges. We live for them. Honda is in desperate need of a captain. Look at their history. Pooj, not a captain. <laughs> Kawauchi, not a captain. Marquez, not the skin on the end of a captain's willy. Stoner, he wouldn't even know what a captain looks like because in Australia they have no respect for rank. Rossi, <laughs> he ran away from Honda because he was scared, so definitely not captain material. And then there was someone called Doohan. I've never met her, but she was clearly not a captain either. <laughs> <laughs> so it must be me. I must captain HRC away from the tempest into calm waters. I must fill her sails and pump her bilge. I must cast her nets and fog her horns. Only I can haul her keel and drop her anchor. 
HRC has seen what I've done on the good sinking ship Aprilia and must surely call me, so I will wait. Actually, no, a captain does not wait. A captain is decisive. I will call Pooj. Someone get me my roller decks. <laughs> I will let you all know how I got on. At ease, the captain. Ah. So yeah. there, yes, that was that was about right. Did you see his bike? It was hilarious. It didn't actually catch fire. It just threw fire. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with it. Um, Simon Crafar went into the technical details, and I just I, I just thought it was a fire flame. I, I was, I was laughing so hard. It was I checked, great. I yeah. checked out. Bucky ran. I was just laughing. Bucky ran. <laughs> right, Rossi's instructions to the team. I do have something here. It's brought to us by our friends at ATV, yes? Yes. Have they got a special helmet this week? They, they do. They do. They absolutely do. It's that fabulous Rossi Mizano replica. Oh, yes. That's a $400 helmet. I know. That's I, crazy. I, I thought it'd be much more expensive than that. I would like to have a wall, a feature wall of all of Rossi's AGV helmets. Yes. It was just a beautiful thing. But I can't afford that shit. But no. I can afford this one. This is a really good helmet. It's like 400 bucks. Yeah, it's good. It's the Mizano one with the turtle. And yeah, nice I like the yeah, turtle one. Yeah, it's a good thing. So have we got... Um, Did Rossi's anybody win the helmet yes, pack? Yes, yes, yes. Tell us who won. Christopher Murrell. Christopher Murrell. Mm. Hello, Mr. Murrell. Mr. Murrell must send us a message. Uh, on the Facebook. On the Facebook. Yes. And Tugs and I will ignore it and it'll disappear into the ether like all the other messages that we get. No. <laughs> no, we won't ignore We're, it. No, you def- won the helmet care pack from AGV. Well done, my friend, and give you yes. a note. Yes, he, he picked the winner. Wow. He the picked beast. Marquez. No, no, Marquez of the sprint race. Oh, in the sprint race? Yeah. He, how did you pick that? I have no idea, but he did. Fuck well done. Christ. Well, Ross's instructions. Let's go. Okay, I got a little note here from him. He says, Ciao ragazzi, he says. Well, your strunzos didn't do so good in the Sepang, huh? Huh? You give up already, huh? You need me to come to the next race and yell at you on the grid like David A. Tadotsi did? He tell the... <laughs> he tell the beast to chop off his balls and feed it to Jorge Martin. Jorge make a satay from it. If he doesn't ride like a bastard, he says. And he did. He did ride like a bastard. Maybe I called David A for some inspiration, yes? So, I get a call last week. I answer the phone. Ciao, allure, Mr. Nine Time here, I say. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the pooch. The pooch called me. I say, ciao, Roberto. I would ask how you are, but I already know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the hardest so depressed since I left. <laughs> he says he wants Marco to go to Honda. I say, no. No way. He is too good for that shit box, I say. He say, okay, how about the half, Rossi? Can I have your brother Luca? He say. <laughs> I say, I can have, can I have my fucking bike? He says? Yeah, yeah. Give yeah. me his fucking bike. Yeah, he didn't, I didn't give him his bike in 20, when the 20, yeah. 2002, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah when he went. Yeah. You never give me my Honda when I call you all the dirty Honda putanas and I go and I win on the Yamaha, he says. Yeah. We will see, he says, push. I say, call me when you're sending my bike and then we talk. Then we talk. when we talk, you can actually hear his hair falling out. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> on the phone, you could hear. 
So now it's time for the pickle to win the championship. You must help him. You know how soft he can be. I go now to look at rice cars. Who is going to rice cars? I have to win the George Turismo Cup next year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to. I just want to piss off Lorenzo. <laughs> Cha. <laughs> He likes pissing him <laughs> off, doesn't he? Does. They don't like each other. Oh, God love him. All right. I think it's time for the poem. Oh. Yes. La, 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 la. Dum, diddy, dum. How dum. are your mongrel boots going? Oh, I love them. I wore, <laughs> them, I wore them on Friday night. Oh. And I looked sexy. Uh-huh. Maria jumpy. Yeah. She jumpy. Yeah, she jumped you. Didn't have sex, she just jumped, jumped me. <laughs> <laughs> they're great. They're just, they're, they're, they're everything a boot should be. I know. You know, like they, they protect, they're comfortable. You could honestly walk in them all day. I, I, all but Simon Crafer did. When they gave him some mangrove boots yeah. at Philip Island, he put them on in the morning, never put them on before, ran all day, yeah. ran, 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 they're ran. They're brand ran. new boots. Imagine putting on brand new boots and then wearing them and all day. Running, and running around the paddock like yeah. he does yeah. Yeah. and then going, this is fucking unbelievable. Mate, they're Aussie boots made here by Aussies for the world to wear and envy just how good they are. And I thank them for supporting motorcycle racing and high art poetry. Yeah, I don't care where you live in the world. Go on, you're from Europe. That cost like two dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the euro, euro and the money, Australian yeah. dollar. Yeah, yeah, fuck it, nothing. All right, you ready? Yeah. Right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you look at see this look on his face. <clears throat> right. The wounds have all been fucking licked. Their asses all got fucking kicked. The beast returns to winning form. The bitches all their chumlas warm. He's had a fucking shitty year. He fucked his shoulder, had a scare. Then wrecked his ankle, snapped it good. His penis drooped, there was no wood. <laughs> and all year long he's eaten shit. The rubbish cunts have won a bit. His teammate leads, but not by much. The small brown boy is still in touch. <laughs> but Martin and his gypsy blood can't stand the hotness, turns to mud. And Beast knew that at Hot Sepang, he'd be the one who'd fucking bang. He was the one who chased Pecco in that sprint race he rode real slow. He would have passed him any time, but what teammate would do that crime? <laughs> no one cares much that Marquez won, the whole my beer race at the run. He's dumber than a box of rocks, he'd rather eat big bags of cocks. <laughs> but come the big race on Sunday, be fucked if he would win that day, the Beast would ram his mighty hole... No, I fucked that up. The beast would ram his mighty pole straight into that Spanish boy hole. (laughs) He bitched Marquez just like a bitch. He crushed him, made his chumla itch. His massive gums cried tears of blood. His loser sweat. His ass did flood. Tadotsi told Beast on the grid, please don't make Pekka your bitch squid. If he's in front of you, don't pass and please don't fucking crash his ass. Feel free to smash and ram Martin and put your fairing through his spleen. Tear out his heart and smash his kegs. But please, for <laughs> fuck's sake, don't fuck bags. <laughs> so Beast decided, fuck them all. I'm going to win. I'll make the call. And like a thousand fresh rape tapes, he speed broke all their fucking tapes. He crushed them all at Hot Sepang. He showed them how the Beast could bang. A thousand bitches gushed and sprayed. Their frog swamps joyfully displayed. <laughs> <laughs> the wondrous fucking beast returns. The chumlas all have friction burns. The mafia inside his pit are cheering just a little bit. Yeah. But no team orders is bullshit. 
Pecco must win and that is it. The Beast must help me if he can to beat that gypsy with the tan. Yes. yes. Beautiful. Well done. Thank you. The gypsy right. with the tan. The gypsy with the tan. That's yes. what it is. Right. Held glove competition. Oh. Right. Held make the best gloves in the world. Go fuck yourselves. There's no argument about that at all. Mig. Dot bike. Yes. Go there, go to Made in Germany and have a look at their gloves. These are the best gloves in the world. Yeah, they are. I've got, I've got two pair. I love them. Um, they're also having a really big Black Friday sale. Oh. Yeah, so lots of stuff. He's got everything. He's got like Schubert helmets, Daytona boots, IXS gear, held gear, all of it there. Black Friday sale. Go there. It's uh, 1300-916-916 or MIG.bike. Why do they call it Black Friday? Um, it's Friday the 13th. Oh. Any Friday the 13th has now become a sales event around the world. Black Fridays matter. Yes, Black Fridays matter. <laughs> get onto it. Go and save yourself some money, get some good shit. Right. So, um, we had no winner. <laughs> no, no one of picked, the gloves? No, no one picked the beast. Uh, the beast would win. No one. Wow. No one picked well, that well, party. No, I, would you? No. No. No, he's been nowhere all year and suddenly just dominant. Dominant. It's, it's weird. So it's weird. We might give some gloves away at the rampage. I think we will. And probably a helmet. So, but anyway, so no one won that. So that now brings us to MotoGP. Yes. The big seriousness of the MotoGP. What you by our good friends? SC Project! Yes, with the sex cannons of all sex cannons. You want exhaust? If you don't have this one, you're not sexy. I'm sorry. That's it. So this, this would be your first day once you fit an SC Project to your body. Okay, wife. tell me, how would it go? The brilliant new sound will cause extra blood to flow to your manhood, resulting in a thicker, harder, and more attractive salama. <laughs> the term diamond cutter is appropriate here. <laughs> Okay. You will detail your bike. It deserves it. But during that detailing, two hot young ladies who just moved in down the street will visit you and offer to detail it for you while you drink beer in the shade. They will say your pipe attracted them. <laughs> the first night you go out, you'll find a wad of money someone's dropped. Later that night, a lonely supermodel will pick you up and take you back to a hotel suite where she will try and lingerie and then let you hug her <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. Well, you know. That same night, as you're speeding home like a thousand <laughs> bastards, the police will come racing up beside you on the freeway and give you the thumbs up for riding so fast and well on a bike that sounds like God yelling at people, and they'll let you go. <laughs> and when you go to work on Monday, the boss will give you a pay rise because you make <laughs> everyone happier when you arrive on a bike that sounds as great as yours does. SC Project Oceania. And now, go and join Patreon. Do it. Because we're going to give away, over the summer break, to our Patreon members a full exhaust system. A full SC. Worth shit. about five plus grand. Fuck. Yeah. Not just the slip-on. No, nah, the whole exhaust system. The whole traumatic. Yeah, yeah. Matty's Matty gone said, mate, I want to give away a whole system. I, said, I love you. He says, I know. I love you back. Have a whole fucking exhaust system to give away to your Patreon listeners. Fantastic. So join fucking Patreon. Yeah, do it now. Just we'll, put this on your we'll, bike. We'll and- do a cutoff date, and then you won't. it doesn't matter if you join after the date. You're not going to win it. 
Yeah. So it'll be around. It'll be easy to win. We don't, we're not going to make you do anything like fight a tiger or anything. Why not? Well, maybe we will. But <laughs> what a, an amazing prize. It's going to be beautiful. What an amazing we prize. We can't wait. Okay. All right. So, right. I have some observations. Okay. The captain has been very, very much front and centre this week. He's been holidaying in Bali with his yeah. n- his new um, little brown son. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, and his new best friend forever, which is Vermin Aldegur. Aldegur was there, yeah. Yeah, Vermin has, been, Vermin has been taking advice from the captain about how his career should develop, what colour bikini his girlfriend looks the hottest in, and how Jorge Martin will always be browner than anyone except Pooch. <laughs> It was nice to see the captain's bike spit fire and hatred at him in the first practice session. The yeah. captain ran away, which was the right thing to do. It was, yes. Uh, the captain then crashed, what, four, more, ta- four more times? Four more times. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Just around the So the captain also weighed into the Rossi versus Mark Marquez debate from a few years back. And why? A, well, I don't know why. He just, wasn't there. <laughs> he was officially Well, he confirmed. was, but he was like two kilometres behind him. So he's watched the videos, right? And he's yeah, officially I- confirmed that Mark Marquez was a prick for riding the way he did. Well, of course. Well, we all know that. So that was very official. It has to be written down in the books. So Morbidelli has also joined the Mark Marquez as a massive knob club when Mark Marquez followed him around during Q. Oh, did you see that? He was so pissed off. Well, Mar- Jack Miller actually, you know when they put him on the bus and drive him on the track? Said to Marquez, front of him and said, Mark, why you do that to Frankie? And Marquez, like the prick that he is, said, oh, he's like whistling for a dog, you know. Psh, psh, psh. So I don't know whether he's calling Morbidelli a dog, in which case I think Morbidelli should throw the prick off the bus onto the fucking track. What a prick. You know, but Jack called him out. And it's not illegal. We get that. We know it's not illegal. But, you know. It, it, if the guy you're doing it to doesn't want it done to If you, he pulls out, like any good man, if they pull out, it's over. Yeah. You know? Yeah, get on with your, get on with your, with your lap. Yes. You fucking sack of shit. Right? Fuck him. I, I, I don't like him. I never liked him. I like him even less each time he does that. Right. I noticed that there were serious rubbish glove beggars in Malaysia. They, they have a lot there. We should have talked to Mao about uh-huh. that one. Yeah, they've got so It's my birthday, Giz Gloves. I'm your biggest fan, Giz Boots. That's shoddy, bitches. That's just shoddy. Offer something to the rider. Like, my sister will massage your feet. My other sister will dance on the table for you. My mother will cook you a meal. You can ride the family buffalo. We'll show you what meat not to eat. Yeah, <laughs> don't eat that orangutan, right? Eat this one. And the Tardotsi conversation with the beast, I saw that. Oh, he obviously explained him what would happen if he fucked Peko up and what he had to do in case Peko was too slow or wanted to pass him. That yeah. was important. The, yeah, if you, want to, if you want this right next year, you go like mm-hmm. a fucking bastard. And he did. Like Valentino said. Yeah. And he did. So the pre-race ceremony, a bunch of very, very fit young blokes did some Malaysian kung fu on the main straight. Yes. It was a cross between, I don't know, Hip-hop, hip-hop dancing, dancing and the break and, dancing. And kung fu. And kung fu. Yeah. So it was cool. If they fought a tiger or a bear, it would have been a little bit cooler. Yeah. Or yeah. even each other. There, that, there's some knives. That yeah. could have been good. Like the, the ties had knives. Yeah. 
I think the Malaysians could have done it with nice. I it would have been right. nice. Yeah. But anyway, Naive Darvel sung the most beautiful national anthem. Yeah. Simple, majestic, heartfelt. I noted he was not wearing a ball gown or adding extra notes or yodeling. Are you watching this Australian MotoGP Corporation? I, I was quite uh. taken with the, 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 the shirt and the long pants and the sarong over the long pants. Yeah. I think this could be a look for Friday. It's formal. <laughs> it's a very formal look. It's a look for everyone. I look, it's look good. I like it. I like it. You could have a direction under there. Yeah. Nobody would yeah. know. Now, we'll just quickly run through the grid girls, right? Malaysia is a hit-and-miss scenario. They have lots of gorgeous young ladies, but their fathers keep them locked up. And it's a Muslim country, so modesty is important. Yeah. And the grid girl scenario was true to this form. Pekka. Well, we're not speaking about Yara anymore. She's just a grid girl's grid girl. Seriously, always smiling, always immaculate. That is how it's done, ladies. Yes. Fabulous. He got an utterly lovely Malay monster girl. She looked very kung fu sexy in that yes. kung fu way. yes. Perky, very fit, could easily drag and kick you to death. That's that's the vibe I got there. Alex Marquez, I don't know, something terrible happened here. Poor thing looked like a shopkeeper in a homemade dress. Uh, <laughs> Alex deserves nothing better, but still, you know. Beast, what an apple cheek cutie. This one was, she was oh, yeah. groomed to perfection, very chirpy, would make an excellent drinking companion. That yes, she would. Yes. Vibe I got there. Yes. She's one of those chicks who'll help you out of the karaoke bar at four in the morning. While you're covered in vomit and you fall to your knees and you want to buy more prostitutes and she'll put you in the cab and take you to the hotel. Yes. Lovely. Good girl. The main race. Wow. The beast. The whole beast. And nothing but the beast. Fucking. From the like, start to the fucking oh. finish, forget about it, he won. Well, Beautiful. He did, clearly, he did not want to piss Tardotsi off by fucking with Pecco. And protecting Pecco is only a thing if Pecco's in front of you. You know, but Pecco was in third and Pecco stayed in third and the beast just fucked off. Alex Marquez pissed and shit himself trying to keep up with, with the beast and hope Pecco would not arrive to fuck his Well, but Pecco's not going to chase Marquez. Why would he? Pecco, all Pecco has to do is beat Martin. Yeah. In every race. Doesn't have to win. Yeah. Just has to beat Martin. As long and as Martin is behind him, always right with the world. So he rides like a true champion. There's no argument about that. And Martin fucking tried. He tried so hard. When he saw Pecco read him up on the outside, that did you see that overtake? Yes. Pecco did him on the outside. It was Fuck. beautiful. That that's balls. That's balls. That's the ride of a champion. You're not fuck you, you're not having it. You're not having it. I'm not fucking fuck you. Round the outside. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, look, on that day Pecco wanted it more, right? So Martin settled for fourth, he had no choice. Mir crashed again. Yes. That was his 23rd crash of the season, together with Mark Marquez, as we pointed out, who's had 27 stacks this year. They cracked the half century for HRC. Glory! <laughs> Glory! <laughs> Sister Ruta crashed. The captain crashed. Of course he did. He's tired. It's late in the season, right? Brad Binder crashed before they could penalise him, so they'll do it next round. And yeah. then Tacker crashed, and Fabulous managed to get past Bez for fifth. Thereby fucking our ten thousand dollar win. Yes, you bastard. Pearl wearing prick. <laughs> right, the championship. It's the two of them, right? Bagnar and four twelve and Martin on three ninety eight. This is going to the wire. Of course it is. This it was, is going to the wire. And this is going to be great. Do you still think it's going to be Martin? <sighs> come on, come on! I can tell me. Yes. <laughs> No. I'm staying with it. No. I'm staying no. with it. Pecco's going to do this. Pecco will fucking hold out. Uh, he will fuck. I believe this with all my heart. Right. 
if it all goes to shit for yeah. Pecco in in why me? Yeah, KL, yeah, 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 it's yeah. all over. It's all. But the, you know, the last few years, I mean, the fast ones there have been the beast. Yeah, he's been fast there. Yeah. Marco Besetti, he's yeah. been very fast there. So look, you know, I think a Ducati's going to win in Qatar, well, but which one? Look, they've done a lot of work to Qatar to a sale. Um, I don't know whether they've actually done the track. Well, that's right. Yes, they have. They've done the track. Yes. They've resurfaced the track. Yes. They were brand new. Yes. And they put new lights in. Fuck, they got some money there, don't they? You would the added. You know? <laughs> they got money. They got plenty of money. <laughs> so we're back to a nighttime race. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is going to fuck their shit up for sure. It always does. Qatar always throws out something really strange and weird. Yes. So I'm going to go with um, what, what um, Badger said. I think. The Beast. Yes. I think The Beast is going to dominate the last couple of races because of The Beast. Well, I think I think Chibati coming out and saying, you know, with that, <laughs> yeah. all these rumours about Martin could go into the faculty team, I don't think they would put him in there now even if he did. But it was like, show us something or fuck off. And he showed them on the weekend. When he wants to win, he can win. Yep. Yep, totally. Um all right, before we go, I do have a special message from Harley Davidson. Oh. Okay. So they got this thing called the 9 to 5, Escape the 9 to 5 with Harley Davidson. It's a promotion they do. And what it is, and for a limited time only, you can save up to 4,000. So this is running out this offer. So they need to do this on the Model 23, 2023 model year Harley Davidson cruises and touring model. So you can save up to $4,000, right, on a, on either the Fat Bob or the breakout, or the or the street glide, uh, the road glide special, um, four grand off. That's amazing. These bikes blend authentic heritage with cutting edge technology. This is their words to deliver unparalleled power, style, and pure riding experience. So, anyone interested in taking advantage of this limited time offer should head to hd.com or contact their local dealer and request a quote. So, if you go to the website, you'll see where you can find your local dealer guide. This must end before Christmas. So you're going to get four grand off Harley Davidson straight up, which is a great deal. You know, that's not that's a good deal. So check that out. That's the uh, Escape the Nine to Five with Harley Davidson. Right? Fuck. Tell me he's going to win. Tell me he's going to win at Qatar. The Beast. The Beast. You think the Beast too? I think so. That's or, it. The Beast or Bissetti? Because the pressure off him now, Bissetti. Yeah. Thank you everybody for joining oh, us. We got to do oh, the, the fucking hard with our tugs, isn't it? It is. We need the, we need the, our, 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 our boy riding shotgun here. Yeah. Come back to us, Doug. He'll be back we'll next do. week. All right. We look forward to it. We're going to do Hearts and Minds. Yes. And, um, For our painting people, yes, we'll do we do another show, right? Yes, 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 yes. Thank you all so much. It was a joy and a pleasure to have um, MK Ram yes. or Dirty Badger on the show. Thank yes. you, MK. On, it's on Facebook, MK Ram, E-M-K-A-Y-R-A-M. Yeah, he, look, he knows his stuff. He's a great bloke. He's been around forever. Great journalist, too. Great journal. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you all. See you later. Bye, everyone.